I'm Erin Summers, and this is Publishers Lunch Deluxe for Wednesday, May 31st. Today in Deal News, we have New York Times bestselling author of The Paris Seamstress, Natasha Lester's The Secret Life of Marie Madeline, a novel based on the true life of one of history's little-known heroes, Marie Madeline Fourcade, a chic Parisian woman and mother who helped create and ultimately took charge of Alliance, the most effective and long-lived resistance network in Europe twice escaping from Nazi prisons, defying all odds of survival, and ultimately finding a doomed but true love amid the wreckage of war to Ballantine in a significant deal and a preempt in a two-book deal, and much more. In today's top story, trade sales, trade sales felt, fell 6.1% in 2022 as adult fiction rose to become the largest segment. The AAP released their StatShot annual report for 2022 earlier than usual, once again providing a substantial collection of actual directly reported data received from a modestly expanded pool of reporting publishers. Trade sales, starting with their default measure, which includes religious presses alongside trade, declined 6.1% to $9.33 billion, falling by $600 million, with 1.299 billion trade units sold in 2022, down 3.8% from $1.351 billion in 2021. Religious presses alone comprised $697 million in 2022 compared to $447 million in 2021, making tra- trade sales on their own $8.633 billion. And if you want to look at domestic sales alone, export sales registered $550 million, down from $670 in 2021. In keeping with our long, long-standing practice, we will report on the actual reported data only, not the magically modeled estimates that nearly double the real trade numbers. A year ago, one notable item was the clear resurgence of sales directly to physical retailers, which jumped to their highest level in years and looked to have topped $2 billion. In this year's revision, the 2021 count drops to $1.85 billion, but physical retail lost significantly less share in 2022 than online, down 3.2% to $1.8 billion. Online retail comprised $3.87 billion, falling 12.5% from $4.42 billion in 2022, likely reflecting the sales and inventory adjustments at Amazon. Neither of these segments is complete, however, since intermediaries, wholesalers who service both segments and more account and more account for $2.44 billion in sales. Among the track segments, adult fiction was the only category to record growth in 2022, up 1.3% to $3.03 billion, compared to $2.99 billion in 2021. Significantly, for the first time, adult fiction accounted for more sales than adult nonfiction, $2.95 billion. Trade paperback fiction served to, surged to $1.117 billion, up $169 million, and digital audio fiction was $416 million, up $41 million. An important note when reviewing this data, every year the reporting AAP, AAP publishers rerun data for the previous five years so errors and adjustments are found and all of the historical baselines change. Also, the pool of reporting publish, reporting publishers changes from year to year. For 2022, it expanded to 2,272 compared to 2,231 in 2021, so that makes for further changes. Notably, the record results for 2021 were revised downward in the latest report, bringing trade sales for that year back below the $10 billion mark to $993 billion. Formats. As noted above and made clear in the previous statistical measures, adult fiction led the market again in 2022, though hardcover sales were down.
Adult fiction sales of $3.03 billion comprise 35% of the trade market and break down as follows, with a third of sales coming from digital formats. Hardcover, $701 million, 2.23% of sales. Trade paper, $1.117 billion, 36.9%. Ebook, $609 million, 20%. Digital audio, $416 million, 13.7%. And MM, $169 million, 5.6%. Adult nonfiction sales of $295 billion comprise 34% of the trade market across a different format mix. Hardcover, $1.207 billion, 40.9%. Trade paper, $1.002 billion, 33.9%. Digital audio, $318 million, 10.8%. And ebook, $264 million, 8.9%. Children's and YA fiction accounted for $2.14 billion, or 25% of the trade, still more print-driven than adult markets, with paperbacks surpassing hardbacks, which is unusual. Paperback, $875 million, 40.8%. Hardcover, $816 million, 38%. Ebook, $97 million, 45%. Digital audio, $72 million, 3.4%. Children's nonfiction comprise $500 million or under 6% of the trade. Paperback, $269 million, 53.8%. Hardcover, $153 million, 30.6%. Ebook, $7 million, 1.4%. Digital audio, $1.5 million, 0.3%. Total trade sales. As usual, here is a look at the latest statements of trade data for the last five years, adjusting for exports and religious presses. Trade sales in billions, including exports and religious presses. 2018, 8.04. 2019, 8.19. 2020, 8.89. 2021, 9.93. 2022, 9.33. Trade sales, including exports but omitting religious presses. 2018, 7.39, 2019, 7.54, 2020, 8.24, 2021, 9.8, 2022, 8.63. Domestic trade sales excluding exports. 2018, 7.57. 2019, 7.86. 2020, 8.32. 2021, 9.26. And 2022, 8.78. The full report will be available for purchase from the AAP. Elsewhere, Scribe employees launch Petition for Financial Justice. Following sweeping layoffs and an announcement of an Article 9 sale at Scribe Media, some of the remaining employees have launched a, quote, petition for financial justice, demanding severance and other benefits for their 87 fired colleagues. Notably, the, peti the petitioners assert that, quote, there was no severance pay for the employees who were laid off and all benefits and tech access were immediately cut. They write, quote, as the remaining dedica dedicated crew members of Scribe Media, we prioritize the welfare of our laid off colleagues. Therefore, we firmly demand that all proceeds from the sale of Scribe Media be exclusively allocated to ensure financial justice for those individuals who played a crucial role in the company's past achievements, end quote. The company has not yet responded to PL's queries about the petition. Elsewhere, Bloomsbury records record sales and earnings. Bloomsbury released preliminary results for the year ended February 28th, reporting record sales and earnings. Sales of $264 million were up 15% from the previous year and 43% from two years ago. Profit before taxation and highlighted items grew 16% to $31.1 
These results demonstrate the strength of our strategy to publish to publish for both the cons consumer and academic markets, unusual in our industry, and to grow digital revenues while expanding globally, CEO Nigel Newton said in a release. In the consumer division, sales were up 12% to $166.7 million, with profit before taxation and highlighted items of $18.1 million, a 2% gain. The adult trade division was up 5% to $57.8 million with profit before taxation and highlighted items of $1 million, down from $2 million last year. Sales in children's trade grew 17% to $108.9 million, and profit before taxation and highlighted items was up 9% to $17.2 million. Sales for perennial bestseller Sarah J. Mass were up 51% in the year. Sales in the academic and professional resources segment were up 28% to $75.7 million. Bloomsbury Digital Resources grew the most, with a 48% gain for sales of $26.2 million. BDR growth was attributed to strong sales for existing products, as well as the acquisition of ABC Clio. Quote, our long-term strategy to invest in digital con content, which has delivered strong growth in cash, which enables future strategic investment in both our academic and consumer markets and potential acquisitions, the flywheel of Bloomsbury, Newton said. International sales accounted for 73% of the company's total sales, the highest percent ever, with particular growth in the U.S., which made up 48% of group sales, mainly due to a stronger U.S. dollar. The board suggested a 10% increase to their dividend to 10.34 pence per share. The company is expecting further growth with film and series adaptations of Harry Potter uh, and more. They will continue to invest in acquisitions and organic growth and in 2023 expect sales of $272 million with profit before taxation and highlighted items of $32.2 million. Elsewhere, W.H. Smith bookstore up 2%. UK re retailer W.H. Smith reported results for the 13 weeks ended May 27th in a brief trading update, with high street sales up 2%. Overall, company sales rose 23%, driven by travel division gains of 31%. Travel stores in North America grew 26% as passenger numbers rebounded and the company opened new locations. Elsewhere, time for romance. Following the recently published Buzz Books 2023 Fall-Winter Sampler, our Buzz Books 2023 Romance Collection returns for its eighth year. Buzz Books 2023 Romance is now available with 14 exclusive pre-publication excerpts. As usual, the trade edition is available from Edelweiss and NetGalley with additional publicity and marketing info, along with click-throughs to request for full individual galleys. The consumer edition is also ready for download at your ebook store of choice. You can register online for the virtual Buzz Romance Editors panel on Wednesday, June 7th at 6 p.m. Eastern Time to hear four featured authors from the sampler in live conversation with their editors. And if you missed our terrific Adult Buzz Editors panel, panel earlier this month, join the hundreds who viewed, viewed it online. In People News at HarperCollins, SVP Executive Editor Terry Carton will retire on June 1st after 42 years with the company. Carton began at Harper & Row in 1980. Jonathan Burnham's SVP publisher writes in an announcement, I have worked alongside Terry now for 18 of those 42 years and am in awe of her amazing dedication and commitment to her authors and her books. Absolutely unwavering and endlessly painstaking and thoughtful. She has helped make Harper the imprint it is with its rich and distinguished backlist, and even recently we have seen two of her books, Louise Erdrich's The Night Watchman and Barbara Kingsolver's Demon Copperhead, win Pulitzers in 2021 and 2023 respectively. This is remarkable in itself.
At Broadside Books, Eric Nelson has been promoted to VP Publisher. At Broadside PR, Sarah Jean Grimm has joined as literary publicist. She was previously at Catapult. In imprint news, this fall, 10-Speed Press will launch 10-Speed Graphic, an imprint dedicated to publishing graphic, literary adaptations, global web comics, biography, memoir, history, how-to fiction, and licensed entertainment titles. The first book, a graphic adaptation of Hyde by Kirsten White, will be released on September 12th, followed by other titles that season, an adaptation of Richard Adams' classic novel Watership Down, George R.R. R. Martin and Raya Gold Golden's Voyaging, Volume 1, Nora Krug's Diaries of War and Julia Anta and Yasmin Flores Montañez, uh, Si Se Pueda. Backlist graphic titles will be published with the new imprint's colophon, and the imprint has 50 titles in the pipeline. The publishing team includes senior editor Vedika Khanna, senior art director Chloe Rollins, and designer Meggie Ram. Our imprint is new, but our interest and expertise are not. We've been ramping up our presence in the graphic category for nearly a decade, and our list of published titles includes three New York Times bestsellers and one Eisner Award winner, editorial director of art, graphic, and popular culture, Caitlin Ketchum said in a release. With the growing demand for high-quality, innovative, and immersive graphic content around the world, 10-speed graphic and the team behind it will go deeper into this dynamic space, particularly in fiction, webcomic adaptations, and licensed publishing. EVB Crown Publishing and, and Publisher Clarkson, Clarkson Potter and 10-speed press Aaron Weiner said. The imprint will also further the mission of the Crown Publishing Group to be a premier destination for creative talent interested in exploring the full range of storytelling formats. In distribution news, IPG will distribute Open Road Integrated Media's print books starting August 1 and become their ebook aggregator as of July 1. Previously, Open Road was distributed by Ingram. As part of a larger strategic partnership, IPG clients will have special access to Open Road's marketing technology, including turnkey onboarding, effortless exchange of files and data, and reporting fully integrated into IPG's dashboard. And today on our industry-leading jobs board, we have five new jobs for you to check out online. And that's the news.